Jackie doesn't know this, right? Well, she probably does. She's going to notice now. She's got a little bit of this pose, like she's that girl in high school that has long black hair from the Adams family that sits in the corner, like the shadows and just watches. You're like, dude, I don't know. She's either real pretty or she's going to eat me. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Jackie Minsky Show. If you are new, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're with me for a while, thank you so much for coming back. This was such a good episode. I have JJ on today's show, and we really discussed the importance of branding, marketing, authentic, organic, real press and media. And I want you guys to really listen till the end. There's so many great you know, nuggets in here. For example, the industry can be a very pretentious place, especially when dealing with PR, because there's all types of PR. There's all types of media. And with everything going on in the media world, sometimes it makes it hard for people to find their way and people want the quick fix. Jay and I really dive into the reasons why Don't go for the quick fix. Establish yourself authentically. Really grow a community, a brand, a business. Think of your brand as a business. Don't do anything for external validation. Don't do anything that's not authentically who you are and the life you're trying to live. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode and I want to thank JJ for doing this with me. As always, if you didn't have a chance yet, Please leave me a rating and a review. And as always, I love you guys. I'm excited for today's show. I have JJ on. JJ is an international speaker. He has been exciting people with his message for the last 15 years in over 30 countries. In 2009, JJ leveraged YouTube and grew his brand to 57 million views online in the entertainment industry. These days, JJ is the founder of Ace of Spades PR, and he teaches people how to grow their personal brand so they can become number one in their industry. JJ, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jackie, in the house. I like to jump right in, of course. So take me to before Ace of Spades. Take me to YouTube. What made you start in YouTube? What inspired you to start your personal brand? 16 years ago, I wanted to do stand on stage and tell the whole world what I wanted to be. And I started my career as a magician. That's what catapulted me to the countries, to the millions of views, to the connections and the cultures. And it was all through magic. It was all through giving people an experience that it doesn't matter whether they're five or 50, Asian or Caucasian, gay, straight, white. There is one thing that humans can connect on is laughter, is smiling, is wonder. And it broke all kind of stereotypes and cultures and then magic sort of brought it together so that was sort of like me as a soldier that was like me learning my first sword move in the battle magic tricks then speaking then tv hosting then working running a nightclub then just building so now i'm like this super soldier as i go out 
Like I can go to any, I was talking about this with a client before. She's like, I feel like you could just go to any place and know how to work the room. I said, yeah, I'm a soldier. Like when I go in, I know how to, oh, okay. I know this move. Okay. I'm going to have to kill people on that strategy. You know, so that's where I'm at today. You know, a super soldier. I love that. I love that. And I, I'm, I'm curious to know what made you want to be a magician? Like, was it when you were a magician or becoming a magician, right. is that something you wanted to do long-term? Because how did you go from a magician to a branding strategist and founder of a PR firm? Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll bring this back. It's see for me, Jackie, it's never really, for me, it's people. It's always been people. I love people. I love connecting with people. I love meeting people and finding out like, where are they at? Where do they want to get to? Like taking them out of their box, whether it's where they live, what they feel like they say they are, and just like bring them on the, on the, the train of wonder. So the magic was just an element. And I think with magic, it gave me a chance to connect with anybody. Because, you know, I like to sing and I did musical theatre, but it was very much like dancing and singing and like being the performer was very, a. it was a very unique, like people, some people like and some people don't, you know, like they can sit there and watch and be respectful, but not everybody loves musical theatre. Everybody loves magic. So your YouTube channel, was it like a magic channel? Like yeah. how did it, how did you, do you know what, <laughs> helped you grow to 57 yeah. million views like how yeah. talk about that april 2009 i'm sitting at starbucks with a buddy of mine who was doing like internet marketing and this is before the word educational driven content was like the thing personal branding was not around there was such a thing as personal branding right and he said jay you know do you want why don't you use this platform called youtube it's like the hottest new video platform right and you can put your magic tricks out there and get people to know you. I care about getting gigs. That's what I care about. So he's like, why don't you teach a magic trick and do that consecutively, like consistently? So I was like, okay. So I remember my first ever video I shot, it was with a coin trick. And I did it in the middle of like my mall, the Queen Street Mall in Brisbane, Australia. And then it got a lot of views at the beginning because we used like how to do magic tricks in the title, right? Cut a long story short, I started doing three videos a week for five to seven years straight. And the thing is, what sold it wasn't the magic trick. Yes, that was powerful because you could take a pen and make a pen disappear and like, oh, I can learn it. I've sold the personality behind it. I sold the fun behind it. Also, I want to touch up on something we'll get into now. You were consistent. I think. And you've heard me say this before. I think a big part of personal branding is your consistency over time. Because if you show up for yourself and people see that you trust in what you're doing so much that you are now a brand over time, right? And I think the consistency in the magic trick on the YouTube, you know, especially in 2009, you know, I've interviewed YouTubers on this um podcast before. And that's the thing. You all have the consistency in common, which is interesting because now people are branding themselves on Instagram, social media. And the biggest problem is their consistency on their Instagram, right? They do a little bit something, they'll stop, they'll change their brand image, they go back and forth. And that's where people get disconnected and confused, right? 
So would you agree? And is that something you teach your clients now? Consistency? Yeah. So when you work with me, like, and I think, you know, Jackie, the problem in PR and really a lot of different spaces, it isn't just one move to success. Like, you know, you know, have you ever worked with a client just like, I, okay, I'm in, I'm in the press. That's it. I'm out. I'm good. Give me this. Give me the margaritas. I'm good. I'm in Forbes. See ya. And then they're in the same position as they were before, right? It's the same thing. Like I'm very big on telling my clients, I will push you towards the finish line because that's why you hire people like us. But you are the brand. You are the product. So if you stay stagnant, nothing else will work. So back to your question, I make sure that they have to, in the agreement, in the agreement, not like I'll do it. At the beginning, they have to do 30 days of lives. Wow. And why I get them to do that are three reasons. One, it gets them out of their head. What is everybody? Oh, I don't know what to talk about and where. Like they can't, they can't edit it. You can't edit a life. And then the last one, which is the most powerful one. Like they say, when you go to the gym, just get to the gym and be consistent. Like after a few days, you get into rhythm and you don't think about it. The whole angle with that is more so to get them out of their head, but two, to get comfortable finding time and realizing that the lives are doing something and they can keep doing it. It's easy. Okay. Hey, take my phone, press a button, just start talking. Great. I did it next. But so many people get caught up of all, and they, they put so many cobwebs in their life of like, they just can't get out. So it's like, just make it easy for them to do it. So yes, consistency is like, yo, is, is so important. What would you tell someone? Because, you know, even me, I'm going to be very transparent. I'm going to be honest. And I heard you say this a lot, you know, people are uncomfortable or they're, they're afraid they have fear getting on camera. And for the longest time I was shy, you know, I had this narrative in my mind of that fear. So what would you tell someone who may be scared to film or record or do a live? Like, how does someone overcome the fear of being on camera? So, Jackie, tell everybody right now a skill set or something that you're really good at that not a lot of people know about. Um, like a hidden talent? Yeah. I can talk in a British accent. <laughs> hey, great. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. How did you become good at that? Practice. <laughs> a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try, trying it out in the shower, articulating yourself, listening to yourself back, watching London videos, right? Why does that change with anything else you do in life? And the reason I bring that question up to you and reframe it is because sometimes people need to see the logic. Everyone always thinks, oh my gosh, I can never do that. Like what's the difference between Tom Brady and the next guy? He just put in more hours than most. Okay, he may be a little bit more gifted, but gifts gifts will not take you to the finish line. Consistency, rehearsal, practice. So, like, I was never I was never born on camera. I wasn't the Truman Show. <laughs> you know, Christoph didn't bring me from the sky that I know. Sometimes I feel like I'm in the Truman Show. I'm like, who is the who is the person here? But at the end of the day, like, I because I've been doing it for 15 years, right? It's supposed to look natural now. So I think it comes down to that end, like how many hours a day are you spending on this? Oh, none? Oh, I wonder why you're not good. People go, oh, you're right, you know? 
Well, yeah, but let's let's go back before right. before they could even practice. They have that fear, and I know yeah. you talk about this narrative. So, what what is the new narrative they should tell themselves to even start practicing? Well, okay, yeah. So first thing is you need to start telling yourself the positive reinforcements rather than the negative reinforcements. No one wants to hear my story. Okay, I'm not. I don't look like Jackie. I've never been in the media business. I'm just a little lady from Minneapolis who works at the bank. I'm shy. I'm an introvert. I don't look as good as I did 20 years ago. After I had my baby, I've let myself go. Great. What else you got for me today? Bring up, let's vomit up all the stories so we can get rid of it and focus on the real problem. The real problem is you're telling yourself these things. Okay, Grant, have we done that? Great. How about we now start putting in, I have a story. I'm powerful. I'm going to get up on camera. Okay, great. What else we got today? And I know like people may be listening going, Jay, that's really simple stuff. Well, great. If it's really simple, obviously people aren't doing it because something's not working. You're telling yourself every day, I'm not good. I can't do it. They'll judge me or this. Of course, you're becoming like a hermit, man. That, yeah, and, and I'm big on mindset, as many of you listening to the show, you know, tune in week after week know, so I love that, and and it's really the narrative, it's mirror work, it's, you know, like, you yeah. practice, it's recording yourself, um, even before I started this podcast, I would just record myself talking, just hear how I sound, just, you know, on audio, right, yeah. and I got better as a speaker, because I realized, in the beginning, when I was nervous, I would have pauses and I would say, um, like, right. And I realized, and there's nothing wrong with saying, um, like I, I, I did learn that that's just how some people pause in between speaking. I'm not saying there's something wrong with it, but for me, oh, oh there is something wrong with it. In my yeah. Life. Okay. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> we, 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 if you say, if you say, um, when you work with me, I want to be the, I want to be the school teacher with the cane. In a nice way. Hey, I want to be. I want to be the the the, the Indian Sri Lankan hard teacher of the 1930s with the cane. Okay, so right. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there because are you Indian? Baby, what do I need to be from right now, Jackie? No, no, I'm Sri Lankan. One of my I'm friends. Sri- no, my mom. My mom is my mom is English. My dad is Sri Lankan, and then they made magic, and caramel jade comes out. You know, oh, that's, that's what it. I was going to say, because my friend today, she saw my Instagram story. I'm not going to say her name because it's on the show, but she's like, oh, my God, what is he? Is he Indian? He's he's hot. <laughs> I was like, I'll ask him. And then you you said it. So uh, thank you for clarifying. We're, we're the forgotten Indians. But you know what? Deep down, I think I'm French. I think I'm French. I think I've been reincarnated as French. It's like the hot Vespa guy. From you want to go back and forth with an accent? Oh, you're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's all I know. That's all I know. You know. I don't know what you said. Um, and, and hey, you know what? Let's let's turn that joke into like power. Hey, you know what? You know what's great about now the uniqueness of who we are, Jackie. That's what sells. Yeah. People trying to be this. No one wants Bobby and Ken anymore. Like we don't want it. We want that unique story. We want. You know what? I was an immigrant. Or hey, you know what? I was an only child. Well, hey, you know what? For for 15 years of my life, I didn't actually have a home. I slept on people's couches. Great. 
use the pain and the pleasure or the pleasure, right? Pain or pleasure is a story trigger and bring people on your journey. I love that. And also I think being a perfectionist is also BS. That's a fear. Like, Oh, the, the video doesn't look right. Or I don't sound yeah, yeah. like that's also a fear, but I, I also, I, I want to take it to something you said a few, a few moments earlier. Um, mm-hmm. That's really important in PR. So let's go to PR for a second because you're a publicist, I'm a publicist. And many people, that's the thing. When they come to us, they think that if they get into one major publication, they're that's it. They've made it, right? So let's talk about that, right? How do people actually leverage media? How do people actually grow once they're on a publication? So the first step is don't expect just to sit there and do nothing, right? A Lamborghini is amazing, but if you don't drive it, it's going to be a Lamborghini in the garage. So how do you drive the press? How do you drive the media? First thing is start showing it to the people that see you every day. Most people that are active have a Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, right? Take the article. Yeah, put it online. Hey, check this out. And then have a story about it. Okay, that's the first step. Two, now you have, when you, let's say, let's say someone's featured in, even just a simple press article, not everybody listening may ever be featured in Forbes. We want you to, but maybe not. But you've got some authority now. How do you take that authority and show other people so they see you as higher value. You know, it's like you having the Willy Wonka ticket. Hey, look what I got. Ooh, nice, welcome. That's exactly what press and media does. Now, obviously, the higher the press, the higher the media, the higher TV, you will get more opportunities, you know? But it's like when a woman rolls out with that brand new, those brand new heels by Louis Vuitton, every girl goes, damn, shit. They walked, you know? It's like she knows her power. That's the same thing with the media. I think, Jackie, what, what's happened, and I think you know this better than me, there is this kind of elusive, this is the problem, right? They're, I don't know if it's they're trying to still milk it like this, like they just pretend nothing's happened or it's on the back end and they don't tell anyone they're doing all this extra work. But people just assume, yeah, it's like they buy a Lamborghini and then now they, they just meet everybody or they buy an apartment in Brickell and they all, they're going to get all the girls phone numbers. Like who's still spinning this story for you? Well, it's something you and I talk about a lot. Like how, how many times in conversation on text do I tell you, let's play the long game, right? Like I think we're a society full of instant gratification. Let's start. I think we're a society full of instant gratification and even in success, if we can get on a big publication, we don't need to do any work. That is not true. You get on a big public. If you, here's, I'm going to say it. I'm going to call everyone out. Sorry. If you go into a big publication and that's it, that was your goal and you accomplish it. You're doing it for external validation. You're not playing a long game. You're not branding yourself properly. And you're not actually someone running a business. You are, seeking external validation to say, oh, I was right. on Forbes. That's it. Like right. that's yeah. right? right. So I think that anyone who works with Jay and I expect that we are going to make sure you're consistent in your branding long-term. So your brand actually becomes a business, a functioning right. business, right? So yeah. what is one, I mean, that's just one mistake that I can think of. What's another mistake that you can think of when it comes to branding or PR that you've seen people do? Well, I, before I answer, I think what you tapped on was really nice. Like you, you said, going back to like, what is the why behind this and getting really people the truth 
And look, there's nothing wrong with fame. If you want to be famous, great, right? Just understand what may happen. You could be famous tomorrow. Is it the good fame or the right fame, right? But as you said, is this, and I like this, is this a day thing? Or is this a, is this a move or a business? Or my favorite line is this at the moment. Are you in this today or are you in this forever? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, you know what, Jay? I'm actually in this for this year. Thank you for sharing that. So if that's the move, then let's do this, this, and this with this money and we'll make this happen. Then after you can reevaluate. But don't play all coy to me and be like, oh, I've done it now, my business. I'm like, come on, man. Who are you trying to fool here? You know? Like if anyone, listen, like look at my profile. I'm on TV. I'm verified. million followers. If anyone should be like, I'm out. No, I'm, I'm doing podcasts. I'm like showing up, driving to meetings on no ROI. And that's just not return on investment of money, return on investment of my time. I'm doing things where I'm like, I have no clue what's going to happen here. I try to have good judge of character with people, but I still give people time. And, and it wasn't clear that I was ex- trying to get something back from them, but it's just like, man, if we do this, we may move together. That didn't work out. Ooh. Or they said that was going to happen and that project canceled on them. So that means I don't get any of the riches or the rewards or the, or the value, but I'm constantly like, I'm constantly chucking pebbles in the ocean, just constantly, you know, like putting out the, 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 the fishing line because I know that one day, Oh, boom, there it is. But you needed to have so many in the sea. So there's maybe the, the answer to your question. Actually, this was perfect now. One thing will not win for you. You know, I need to get on Good Morning America. That's going to save everything. You know how many people have been on Good Morning America that have got nothing from that? Mm-hmm. We hear the stories of like, yeah, I sold like 40,000 units. Let's, let's go and interview the last... 10 years of people ever as a guest on the show. And let's do the numbers. Was it a success for you or was it not a success? I think we're going to find out some things you don't want to hear. I bet you people spent hundreds of thousands, maybe a million dollars on a campaign. Part of Good Morning America was part of that and they got nothing. So it just shows you, Jack, that one move, one post, one influencer, one podcast isn't the only thing that's going to help you blow up i want to dive into that because they people always assume that it's one move and that's what they want right so let's let's dive in right sometimes it takes that one year to become successful but behind that one year you had those 10 years in like you were saying you're putting in hours and all this stuff right so for anyone listening who thinks that someone caught their big break they didn't catch their big break they planted seeds for many years and then it blossomed right and there's also you know when i first started clubhouse everyone was an expert on clubhouse i mean everyone still thinks they're an expert on clubhouse but if you google people they have no history of whatever they're saying they're doing right so right pr consistency or just, you know, something you and I spoke about own media, right? Like, so if you have a blog and if let's say you can't invest into press right now, at least start putting out content that in a year, let's say you could invest into press at least in a year, that will still show when someone Googles you because Jay, say this all the time, how important is Googling someone? Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. Well, look, people don't trust anyone. They want to stalk you. Everyone stalks everybody. And the same thing with Clubhouse. Like, listen, I'm sure there are people on there that are 
talking and they are big players. But guess what, Jackie? That's not my place to go and have to research and stalk you to find that. You should make it easy for me because if I, it's not easy for me and I can't find you with a couple of searches, then I don't trust you. You know when people reach out to me and go, Jay, I want to do this, I want to do that, and I look at their Instagram, they got three photos. Okay, great. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They've reached out. I appreciate people who show up and reach out and use my name. I Google them, right, like on the computer. Nothing comes up. And I'm like, either they're full of BS or they're a ghost, but I don't want either of those people. <laughs> I want people I can see. I want people I can trust. I want to connect with people. Like, I don't care what anyone says. Like, the way I do my content is is made it so much easier for me to have conversations because people either like me or they don't like me, but at least they know what I do and what I'm like and that I'm active. People give me a lot of money, Jackie, and I really think I've had this one client said, you know what Jay I like about you is because I always know where you're at. <laughs> like you're not a ghost. I know where your office is. I'm like, don't worry, I'm going to get the job done. But at the end of the day, people feel safe. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> I know. I know. She, I, you know what? Like everyone has their own way of when they give people a lot of money, yeah. right? But a lot of people, like, I, like, at least I know where you are. I'm like, great. Come over to the office anytime. But that whole safety and comfort for anyone, I know how hard it is because I've been burnt. I'm sure you've been burnt. I've had some bad business happen to me. And, you know, it's it's never fun because they didn't, you know, I, I, I went into a situation with a little bit more, a little bit more I was in pain and I needed something to be fixed and I didn't do my due diligence totally my responsibility but these people don't show up they're here one day they're here the next day I don't trust that I just can't take on that chance so when you say that are you talking about you've had situations where clients um and this is a great question in general have you had situations where a client comes to you for press and how do you handle someone who wants press doesn't have good branding? So I'm really, yeah, I'm really big now on getting clearer with them on more so expectations of what this is going to do for them. Because when you have that conversation, you figure out very, and you have to get to the root of it. So if anyone's listening to a tip, ask people why. Do you know the power of the five whys? Have you used that one before, Jackie? Let's hear it. Hey, I want to be verified, Jay. Then they don't buy, you know, even if they're qualified, even if they've got the money. It's like, well, what did I do wrong? Bro, you didn't get to the root of the problem. He doesn't want to get verified. He really just wants someone to actually notice his work, and he thinks that verification tick will give him that. No, man, what you actually need is we need to put you on a couple of podcasts. Let's say his root is that, right? Hey, why is that important? What do you really want? What's happened in the past? Okay, really? He is tired of not being validated, and that's why he's been going into business, and he's proud about his 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 timber business because he makes origami out of timber, you know, whatever. Okay, great. Hey, dude, why don't we do this? Why don't we put you on a publication that's specific for people who love origami and put you as a front cover? You hit him on that, then he'll pay the 10 grand. Then he'll be like, oh, my God, that's what he wanted. And then you can move him. So I think, Jackie, the, the big thing that I'm, and I struggle with this too, because I want to, you know, get everybody as a client and my ego is high like a lot of us are, like, and I want to close everybody, getting back to the root and then learning how to say no. Or as I say, hey, Jackie, you know what? Thank you so much for sharing. 
I'm level two for you. What does level two mean? I can help you, but you need to solve this first. And there is so much magic and power in that because it literally you said I'll help you, but I'm like, I'm not, it's not like you can't afford me. You're not ready. It's like I'm level two. You need to fix level one. And it's like, it's like magic words. They're like, how? I had this one lady goes, yeah, but can I put a deposit down now? I said, no, fix that. Fix she, her problem was brand, her problem was mark, uh, sorry, messaging. She didn't know what she wanted. And I'm not that guy. I, I, I need you to come and be like, I want to be the go-to person as the best selling big pens. Like anyone who runs a pen, I want to be the pen guy. Great. And then you are very, you're confirmed on who you are. Let me blow you up. But if you like, well, I want to sell pens, but I really want to sell hair ties. I really want to be a singer. I can't. That's 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 someone else's problem. Does that make sense? And no consistency with self. Um, so that that was my next question, which is great that it led into it. So have you ever had a client who showed up and then because they weren't consistent with themselves, it was hard for you to maybe work? Yeah. What do you do? In those situations, how do you handle a client who comes to you wanting to sell a pen and then they start selling hair ties? Yeah, so that's where a little bit before you close the deal, right? You have to be really clear with them on what your expectations are. And we've all gone through this as agents here and this as coaches, people who run service businesses. It's happened to me last year. You take the money, Tuesday at 10 30 at night, they're blowing up your phone. You're like, I just what like and you spent the money. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Well, is this it? I'm not dealing with this. So the moment that I set expectations clearly, and if here's a great tactical win for, for our entrepreneurs listening right now, very important. There are three points where you need to be really clear with your expectations before the invoice gets paid, after the invoice gets paid, and usually three to seven days after that moment. And I'll tell you the psychological reason why. Before the invoice gets paid is obviously you're, you're, you're building them up to, you know, working together with you, right? Hey, for this to work, we need these things. Okay, but they're not even present to that. They're thinking, great, great, great. Or they're thinking fear, 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 whatever state they're in. After, they're thinking two things. I'm ready to get started or was this a right move, right? And then after a week, after the after the tsunami has happened and it's settled again and they're into their routine and like they're onto their next problem or they're doing the next thing, then they actually have to wake up to doing the work you know it's like people how many people in january board a gym membership probably listening who haven't used it yet who've got the protein powder sitting there the meal prep sitting there i'm gonna go babe it's 15th of june you're still on the couch you know so the point of the story is being really clear with the expectations so and that's hard though too jackie too because I don't, I want happy, I want clients to be able to proudly say, hey, like, look at the success that Jay and his team got me. And it's very challenging when they've given up. You know, I had a client that gave up and nothing I could have done. He, like, I did it before. Hey, we're going to need to do videos, but I'll be here with you every step of the way. Great. After, hey, man, you know, we're going to have to do a video for Monday. I'll give you to Friday. I know that you want to ponder it. Monday, we're starting. Monday, he did it for a week. Then shit happened. He just dropped off and then something came up and there was nothing I could do or say. And, and it's hard because he paid money and it's like without you doing those staples, everything else is flat. So let's say someone's listening to this show and they do have a company, a business, a brand. 
when would be the right time to hire a PR company? Yeah, I got asked that this morning, actually. So I would do it when two things. First thing is, do you have the cash? Like, don't think you, you need money. People want to come, hey, I need all the help in the world. Great. So we're going to get started. Well, what can you do for free? Second, and be honest with yourself. Look, Sam, money is a tool, right? I've been financially broke for most of my life. I'm not going to lie. You know, being a speaker and a magician is great, but it's not, it's not, it's not, it wasn't consistent for me. That's another whole story in itself. But don't be afraid to say the truth because how can you fix it if you can't say it or see it? How can you improve it? Own that. Hey, listen, I'm in a really hard time financially. It's okay. Thank you for sharing. Let's fix it. Here are some steps that you can do. So that's step one. Step two, right? What I would do is I would be super clear on what is, what do you want? Because PR, it sounds sexy. I get it. It's sexy. It's cool. It's we events, it's red carpets, it's influencers. That's what a lot of people this, but what do you really want? Like, what is it that you really want to do? And I think, you know, try to put some energy out yourself. But like I said to the lady today that I spoke to, like, you really, PR is just enough. It's just another support of you on your journey. PR, branding, marketing, Jackie, Jay, it doesn't, we're just people to help you do two things. Do something that you can't do or save you time. Yeah. So did I, did, I answer, did I answer your question correctly? You know, it's, so you would say for someone listening, the right time to buy PR is when they're ready to invest and they know their message. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid. You're 100% right. Don't be afraid to reach out. I said this to lady this literally this morning on a clubhouse room. Go and see five different people. Why not? You know, no one's forcing you to buy, right? Why not? Why, why don't you go talk to some more people? Go see the biggest and the best. Go chat to go chat to the second biggest and best. Go chat to boutique. Go chat to someone that's a small agency and go chat to someone just getting started. You know why? Because PR is personal. There isn't a, it's not just cookie cutter. And in my opinion, I'm the kind of person, build a relationship forever because it isn't just one thing. Then it's transactional. So see what people say. Yeah. You know, and if you feel it and it's on the second one, do it. For anyone listening, thinking about starting a personal brand, the whole point of your personal brand is authenticity. Why are you starting this brand? Are you trying to help someone with a service? Are you trying to help someone with a product, right? And this is something I talk about, what kind of a brand? If you're listening before you start a brand and never start a brand because your friend started a brand or you see someone else doing it and never do something someone else is doing for the money. If you do it for the money, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's just my opinion. Like anytime I did something, I also, I started with no money, but the money would follow because energetically my why I embodied the authenticity behind my purpose, right? So if you're listening, please, please be very certain on your message, on your branding, and then you can, you know, work with a publicist. If like Jay said, over time, your brand, you know, scales and grows and then you're ready for PR. Yeah. And have these conversations, you know, 
what we said at the beginning of the podcast, like people are not willing to have a hard conversation with themselves. Hey, where am I at right now? I talk to myself all the time. Come on, man. Like that's the way, you know, maybe because maybe because sometimes I'm by myself for so many years of my life. I need to hear my own voice, you know. <laughs> but you know, my you know, my staff, they're not here right now. That you know, I think they're at lunch, but they not everybody and not every time I need to get someone else's feedback. I just need to hear myself say it. I also what, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, because this is a beautiful but very dangerous machine. Like you know, this can take us and make us fly or take us and make us die. So you got to make sure this bad boy is in check. And and every time, you know, I like I like what Grant Cardone says where he goes, every time he, he loses steam, he always goes back to, he calls it his goals, but it's like going back to your why, right? And I know that's a very elusive term to throw out, but for me, it's like, I don't go back to my why, I go back to like, okay, what would I do again today if like money wasn't a problem? Okay. There it is. See how I, I actually look at that. I just want to step back because I'm very immersive when I do stuff, just being a performer and stuff like I, okay, I need to be really present. And I think that's self-aware, you know? Hey man, is this working? Yes or no? Am I really enjoying jumping around and doing TikTok videos? You know, do I really want to be doing this coaching stuff? You know, do I feel like this client is best for me? You know what? Do I really need, like, that is a really healthy place to be. Asking yourself these hard questions gets to the root of things. Otherwise, you're playing in this facade. I used to live in LA. Most of the city is facade-driven. Yeah. You know? and, then they, and then they wonder why it doesn't work out. Bro, you haven't been in your – you haven't been energetically in you. And that's what I was going to say next, actually. So it's good that you led us into this, is if you are someone looking for a publicist, not only – are you looking for PR, but you want to connect with that person? You want to make sure your publicist is authentic. Like one of the reasons I was drawn to work with you and, you know, build a, a working relationship is because when I got into conversation with you, you were just like authentic upfront. Like there was no BS. There was no sugarcoating things for me just to wheel me in. Like it was honesty and real talk. So Anyone listening, again, if you're looking for a publicist, make sure you energetically feel like, yes, this is the publicist I can work with, right? And then make sure it's someone you trust too because PR is a big deal if you do choose to invest into it. Yeah, well, anything too though, Jackie. Like at the end of the day, take away labels for a second. Who do you want who's part of your journey to your victory? Hey, whether it's a PR, whether it's a coach, whether it's a trainer, whether it's a relationship, a lover, you want the team in your corner who are really cheering you on, right? But hey, it isn't always going to be easy. You want a wingman. You know, the wingman isn't always going to like be like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. No, that was terrible. Get up and go again, but I'm here for you. That's the way I position it. You know, when I wanted to play pro soccer, like my coach said, like, I'm going to be tough on you, but I'll be always there. But don't expect it to be easy. Like, I'm going to push you and push you. But when you fall, I'll be there. And I'm like, wow, I remembered that, you know? And I think, as you said, like connect with the person. And I think we're allowed in 2022 with the power of the internet and podcasting and clubhouse, there are there are new people who are amazing that are coming out of the woodwork because this is our job, right? There are people, Jackie, who have been hidden in the spot, in not in the spotlight, and now they've had a chance to share and shine. And there are some amazing people, right? So there are new choices. It isn't just the biggest new agency from New York. 
Like there are people like me who come out of the woodwork. I'm like, where have you? Someone lady said, where have you come from? I said, I've been here. No one knew me. I mean, I'm here now, you know? So it just, it just shows you. So coming back to it, yeah, connect. Connect with the people, you know? Um, maybe you should go back into doing some magic tricks on your lives. Um. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done on that chapter. I had this, someone's like, wow, you have all these videos online, millions of views. You know, I got offered a Vegas show, David Copperfield, they want to do with me and me, David, and Disney. Disney, you know, Disney. But you know what, Jackie? Coming back, it didn't fulfill me. I'm I had it. Vegas show off it, Disney show off it. Like there was, if I played it, I would have been maybe whoever I was going to be. But I woke up one day, I was in Vegas, right? And I remember seeing the contract that I was going to be offered. Firstly, the contract was terrible, right? And I was like, I remember having it. He's like, hey, take the weekend. Adam was like, take the weekend, this producer from Vegas. And I looked at it and I was like, is this it? You know, talking to myself, is this it? Like, do I really see myself doing, do I want to struggle for another three years to try to build a show? And I'm like, I don't really want to do this. And I did exactly whatever it does in a movie. I went, <laughs> this to myself. Like, I went like this. I honestly did this. I was at home. I wish I recorded it. I was like, just, to, just for the point of like, I'm done. Like, I'm out. I can't do this. And, you know, it's funny when you really get honest with yourself and you go, what really makes me come alive and allow yourself to stand into that. You know, the world, the, the Red Sea will depart for you. People will move for you. When you're convicted, you will like, bam, watch this. Watch what should happen when you're convicted. I love that. What would the J now tell the young, younger entrepreneur, JJ? Don't change. Don't, you, it's not, you don't need to fit in. For like my, from 14 to 15, grade 10 to 20, I'm 33 now. When I hit 29, what is it now? 2021 two. So 2019, yeah, 2018, 2019. You know when they say you hit like 30 and then you, as a, anyway, and you're, as a man, you you start to understand like what's working for you and what isn't working for you. And they say when you hit 40 or 50 or 60, you're so grounded. That's why like there are 70 year old ladies that are just annoying. They're like, I don't care. I'm going to be me, you know, but the, the thing that I, that, and it's hard, right? I wish I didn't, I know I wish I changed that wording. I should have been more aware that trying to fit in doesn't do anything. And now I'm like really grounded in what I am and who I am and what makes me work. And people, Jackie, stick or don't stick. They, they you, you could because when you're authentically you, what are they going to say? How dare JJ be himself? Said no one ever. Whether they like you or don't like you, that's a different. People don't people don't like sushi if they get sick and they eat sushi again next week. So the whole like thing is just very like fluff. Yeah. But. If you, I, I, I shouldn't be more aware of like, I should have drew, doubled down on me rather than trying to fit into this mold that I thought I had to be because I get it. It's, it's challenging. So. And did you want to close? Well, before we close, um, what was the joke that you wanted to tell us earlier? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So listen, I was watching Jackie. Why? I'm like, why? So, so Jackie, Jackie doesn't know this, right? Well, she probably does. She's going to notice now. She's got a little bit of this pose, like, 
She's that girl in high school that has long black hair from the Adams family that sits in the corner like the shadows and just watches. You're like, dude, I don't know. She's either real pretty or she's going to eat me. It's one of those. And she does one of these ones, like really inquisitive a little bit. Like this is looking here. <laughs> You're one of those girls. But that's those girls are cool. People who are listening, comment, comment on this video if you think, you know what, that Jackie's got that kind of, you know, Adam's family, but very like secret, secretly sexy kind of vibe, but you don't know what she could like eat you or be your best friend forever. I don't so did they tell everyone where they could find you on social media? At JJ Live, J-A-Y-J-A-Y-L-I-V-E. Or if you're old school and you're like, I'm a website kind of girl. I'm like, all right, I like that. Aceofspadesagency.com, aceofspadesagency.com. Send me a DM and say that, hey, you saw me on Jackie's show because I would love to know if who are the real listeners who listen this long. 